uh, today we are joined by Michael Scott, the CISO at Immuta, a data security startup and rising star in the data access governance and access control space, or data governance and access control space. This is evidenced by their recent uh, rounds of uh, successful investments and continued rapid growth. Um, welcome, Michael. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Do um, do you get many people quoting uh, the office at you, the American office? Uh, yeah, weekly. <laughs> weekly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a, it, it's funny. The show hasn't had a new episode in what like a decade, and uh, yeah, weekly I get some reference to it. Uh, someone even said, "Oh, you're named after the TV show." It's like. <laughs> 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 Great, yeah, just thought I'd throw that one in there. But um, see, we know um, you, you've got over 25 years of experience in analyzing threats, mitigating risks, providing policy direction, and empowering influential organizations to uh, practical, scalable security solutions. I think it's safe to say that you qualify as, uh, or qualify for a CISO veteran status. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, the gray hair you know, uh, demonstrates it. I'm really only like 35 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, I've been doing this since I was 10. <laughs> yeah. You've got yeah, the, the Jack the Jack Dorsey going on. It, like it, it. It's interesting because when I was, you know, the role didn't even really exist uh, whenever I first got into security, you know, maybe a couple of really, really large organizations, but overall, you just didn't see the CISO title and a lot of companies didn't even have dedicated security back mm -hmm. then. So it's been a wild ride. I think um, we put a slide together while I was at Optiv kind of showing the technical journey. And when I got into security, there were about eight security solutions on the market. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> a handful. Uh, it would have definitely made the, the, the salesperson's life a lot easier back then. <laughs> Fewer options now. Now we're just bombarded with with choice and options, so you get that decision fatigue almost. Um, but um, yeah, it's fun, it's funny we're we're dubbing giving you this veteran status, but but you were actually technically a, a, a military veteran as well, right? Uh, yeah, I spent uh, some time in the U.S. Navy on the Saratoga. Uh, I was in intelligence uh, while I served, which was a lot more signal intelligence and, and human mm -hmm. intelligence. But I think that really set me up well for, you know, the, my first tech company to evolve into the security role because the concepts, the foundational concepts were there. But I also think I had probably a enormous amount of self-confidence. And I'm not saying that's like a bad thing, but um, after presenting to, you know, military officers at 18 years old and, and instructing pilots on what their flight plan was to avoid, you know, bad consequences, it kind of changes your perspective. And so, you know, I've always just jumped out and like put my hand up for roles. And, you know, even if I was really not certain <laughs> that I knew enough to even accomplish them earlier in my career, it was like, I'll figure it out. Um, and, and I have. So, yeah, it was, um, I think it helped me a lot there and also helped me, um, how to deal with people, you know, when you're on a, a vessel with 5,000 other people in close quarters, you, you learn really quickly that the human element um, is really important. And I think we all agree in security, that's probably one of the most important elements. And if you can really touch people and get their attention and, and 
capture just a moment of, of thought from them, you can make some progress in your program. Mm. Definitely. It's, uh, so all that was happening around the time that I was still learning to speak. And um, <laughs> so from, from the military into that, in op, into Optive, which was a kind of startup at the time, it seems you, you have a, a track record of working with startups, which, which uh, is great. You know, I'm all for the, the entrepreneurial spirit, but what, what was it, but in particular that kind of attracted you to that, to the CISO role, or was it more of like an organic progression just as you, like, like you said, you, you're into kind of um, leaping in feet first with a uh, <laughs> fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's funny because the first startup that I actually had a security role in was a company named witness systems. And that was in the mid nineties. And what we were seeing was our customers starting to, you know, send questionnaires and ask various things. Um, and so really for me, the first thing I thought was, wow, what a great opportunity. And this, this is probably going to explode. Like, I, you know, it just seemed like security was a good field to get into versus being a network and infrastructure person. Um, and it was also exciting, right? Because there was so much to learn. That was, you know, right after Mitnick's heydays. And, you know, that was really all you had to read. But um, 2600 Magazine, you know, definitely you might have seen one in an antique store. Um, it was just a different time. So it felt more like spy versus spy, which really is not nearly that glorious. But that piqued my interest. And, and like I said, there were like, you know, I, I had a PIX Classic firewall. That was the first firewall I implemented. And it was just a big metal box that ran on a floppy disk. But everything evolved so quickly that it was just, I love the learning and I love the excitement of, of new things. And um, later finding out I had ADHD all started to make sense where it's like, you know, I love building things. I love learning about things. And so it's kind of, it's made the past 25 years really fly by. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. I think, you know, what's kept me here is exactly that too, though. You know, I think that's so important to folks looking to get into this career is you have to be um, incredibly curious and really love to learn, you know, because it's just, uh, we're, there's never a stopping point in our career, right? There's never a point where you can sit back and just be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the goalposts are always shifting, you know, threats are, uh, constantly changing you know like i think you mentioned on another, uh, another one of your talks how you know it's a leap leapfrogging uh, kind of situation um between the uh, attacker and uh, are we are we the defenders <laughs> I suppose, yeah but um no certainly I, I completely agree with you on uh, all those points um especially how you know how interesting the, the whole sector is i'm from a, a law and business background myself and i did some teaching out in in asia and then came back and you know started working for lapid but um you know my my knowledge has increased you know dramatically uh, in terms of you know what's out there these days um so certainly yeah it's a, if uh, if you want to stay engaged then um, certainly the right sector for you mm -hmm.